Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review on WAYOL P freaking Rochester, also on Apple freaking Podcast, freaking Spotify, and freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the freaking Mossman Lofton, and with me as always to my left is Sandy the Sandman Fargus, and then bringing up the rear, we have Doug the freaking Slug Jordan, Slug Jordan himself, all via satellite in the sky, the great satellite in the freaking sky, name of satellite like freaking New York. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, and the freaking panels, start your freaking engines. This is our week in freaking review. <gasps> weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It has been one week since we last spoke. Two week, even. And I find myself, weakers and tweakers, Awakened in a cold, dark corner of a room. I look down toward my feet and I see I am suspended. As if I had been hung from wires. Again, I look down. Try to get an understanding of my surrounding. There is fog and smoke all around me. My hand, I go to move it. It is stuck. What is it stuck to? It's something sticky. I know it. I can feel it. And yet I cannot move it, my hand. And as I struggle, stuck in this position, suspended in the corner of a room, I find it more and more difficult to move. And then, suddenly, in all that blackness, eyes open up. First two, then four, then six, then eight, then twelve, and then infinity. And they're staring at me. And it's the only light I see. I see myself in the reflection of those eyes. And as those eyes appear to approach closer and closer they get I notice it is a giant spider and on its head Dawson for I am caught in a web and it keeps getting tangled and it is connected everywhere Weakers and tweakers. now geez louise down in my knees I had this vision, I believe, because someone freaking tweeted Dawson. Tweeted Dawson about our location, about our so, and about coming on our so and attacking us. And his name I can read for you if I can remember. Geez, Louise, down on my knees, he was a one of Dawson's Twitter followers, his minions. And he's a Portly gentleman works for W-A-Y-O. No, geez, Louise works for W-R-O-C channel freaking eight. He controls the news. And his name is Overnight Joe. And he wrote on a Twitter, Evan Dawson, will you be going over to the Wayo Radio studio tomorrow at 3 p.m. to slap around the hosts of our Week in Review? 
Well, Joe, I have a message for you. You're now freaking Hitler's number one. And we're coming for you. Put up your dukes, Joe. And if I can be so bold as to read his bio, this is the part-time overnight master control operator at WHEC 10, Me TV, H and I, Start TV, and Ion. This man, this insidious human being, only deepens the web strengthens the web. I'm not sure of the metaphor here, but weakers and tweakers, I believe Dawson has assembled a sleeper cell with this overnight Joe and freaking his friend over there name of freaking Scott Regan and the whole freaking city is essentially at his beck and call. Especially those in broadcasting and this man is hitting list number one. Sandy Vargas, please. Uh, yeah, um, this guy, uh, uh, I, yeah, I was able to do a sort of a, a, a freaking, I, well, I did a little bit of freaking reconnaissance, um, and did a little freaking deep dive on, uh, on this freaking overnight Joe. And from the freaking looks of it, um, plays, uh, plays, a, um, something called freaking Wordle, um, which is, I guess, a freaking internet, um, freaking uh, puzzle, uh, and he's not very freaking good at it. No. Though I can't freaking understand the freaking game because it looks like it's just a uh, collection of freaking uh, green and freaking yellow freaking squares. Um, but it doesn't, it seems like he's not freaking doing it uh, correctly. Yeah. And though he is challenged, whether it may be mathematically or visually or spiritually or intellectually, Doug Jordan, this man. I think is proving to be quite an asset to Dawson in the great radio war that continues. Did you want me to say something about the great asset? Or? I just wanted you to be part of the show. I'm sorry for asking so much. I just, you know, the guy, the guy clearly has a freaking problem with us. And you know what we, what we say with the guys who have a problem with us <clears throat> Put up your freaking dukes. Yeah, yeah. And God bless right, you, Doug well, Yeah, but also, don't, I mean, that's, that's sort of my freaking place to freaking say that. Um, yeah, but I, mean, well, I want to feel included as part of the show. You freaking zip your freaking lid every once in a while and freaking know what your freaking role is in the freaking show to begin with. And well, um, well I guess what I'm trying to say is freaking keep your freaking mouth shut. Well, yeah, that's probably a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, Uyghurs and Tweakers know it has been quite some time since we spoke, near two weeks. Now, we are dealing with a great stress here, but we will not let it bring us down. So without further freaking ado, Mike Doug Jordan, Doug Jordan, as he is known best, the slug as I know him most. How you doing? How you been? How many are you? God bless you. And how was your week? I don't think, I don't think most people know me as the slug. I think this is the first time I've ever really heard of it. Um... You can just call me Mike or Doug or Doug Jordan's fine. You can call me Slug too. I guess it really doesn't really matter. Uh, man, I'm not, but thank you for asking and thank you for the blessing as always. And uh, we, you know, my week's fine. Uh, national chicken wing shortage. That's kind of going on at the restaurant. Can't get any freaking chicken wings. I tried to order some from from some guy and. I got a freaking, I got a whole bucket of freaking chicken gizzards and I don't know what, what to freaking do with those. Uh, 
maybe fry them or something. Maybe somebody will buy them. Well, I have been eating the chicken gizzards, and they are quite delicious. Yeah, I don't really. I don't even know what part of the chi- the gizzard is the chicken. I think it's a freaking um, freaking ball looking thing that freaking hangs from their freaking neck. Yeah, yeah. It's a combination yeah, so. of the balls and their neck, Doug Jordan, mixed together. Yeah, it's like a scrotum like like skin. Yeah. yeah. What it is is a freaking. It's basically what it is. Um, For years and years, I don't know what we're freaking talking about. Uh, Freaking chickens have a little freaking. uh, Well, I guess. Well, I guess. I guess you would call it a freaking nutsack. Um, that freaking dangles from their freaking. uh, Not from their freaking dangly Johnson, but from their freaking. Uh, their freaking necks. Yeah. 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 You know, in in Men in Black, uh, there was an alien, and he freaking. And I think Will Smith uh, kicks the alien in the nuts, and it doesn't do anything. And then Tommy Lee Jones says he's a ball chinian, and then he pulls down his freaking sweater and and punches him in the in the balls on and so just like a chicken. That is Chris Rock you are talking about, and that is really not very funny because yeah, I don't eat. Now that I that's think not Chris Rock, it's freaking even, Will Smith. No, I believe it's freaking Chris Tucker, actually. And I don't believe it's in the freaking film, I believe. Because it's freaking Chris Tucker and freaking Jackie Chan or freaking The Men in Black. And, um, and yeah, I don't that's Rush Hour. believe, what the heck are you freaking talking about? Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan's Rush Hour. Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones' Men in Black. Jackie Chan has freaking sex with an alien. Yeah. In Rush Hour? Well, well you... You got me freaking kind of confused, Doug. Yeah, are you asking a question or telling us? Yeah, I'm telling you that's uh, that's what it is. You're well, telling me that freaking Jackie Chan has sex with a freaking alien in Men in Black Two. No, he's not in Men in Black One or Two or Three. Or there was a spinoff. Four. The fourth one was a spinoff. It was called Men in Black Four, and it's just, you're just supposed to know it's a spinoff. Well, it was called. It was just Men in Black. I think it was called like World Police or something. And it happens overseas. Yeah. I didn't watch it. Yeah. Well, you are boring our listeners to the Dickens right now. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. Thank you for contributing. Sandy the Sandman, Farkas, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Well, freaking first of all, if you freaking let me freaking speak, um, thank you for the freaking blessing. Uh, second of all, um, freaking is a freaking Dickens. Uh, third of all, I am freaking drunk as the freaking Dickens. Um, actually, man, Jesus, I'm very freaking. Well, I'm very freaking drunk. I didn't realize how freaking drunk I was. Um, and um, as you can probably freaking hear, I'm still freaking getting over um, a freaking illness. Jug uh, Jordan, Jug uh, Borden, um, Jug Borden, Jordan. Jeez, Louise, what am I trying to freaking say over here? Freaking Doug the Sluggy, Jug. Uh, Doug, Doug's fine. You can just tap it, Doug. Okay, um, you trying to me. That's enough. Um, uh, a few weeks bringing back uh, Doug uh, Jorvin. Um, did a little bit of freaking besmirchment uh, on my freaking behalf when he freaking claimed, claimed that I was a uh, freaking unfreaking vaccinated freaking individual and that I had freaking, in fact, freaking contracted freaking COVID. Um, he, he, that was a freaking total freaking smear job and a freaking besmirchment. And, um, but I am freaking, I am freaking reeling from a, a freaking illness that I'm freaking getting over currently. Yeah. You say a smear job? The total freaking smear job, and you know what you freaking do. Don't freaking don't act don't act freaking uh, stupid. I'm just uh, being honest, honest about it. 
you kept saying, I'm never going to put that freaking poison in my veins. And well, here's a, here's a freaking thing. And that was, you took that freaking out of context. Um, uh, basically what I was, I, I think what I was talking about was a freaking poison in my, I said, I got to get the freaking poison out, which is code for, I need to go freaking play with myself. Um, uh, basically, um, and, and, and the, the truth of the matter is that, and uh, I have freaking, I have freaking plenty of freaking vaccines. I've been freaking, I've been freaking get, getting freaking vaccines my whole freaking life. Um, I have, I've built up freaking, um, numerous freaking, uh, natural freaking vaccines and, uh, yeah, I'm not, I, I do not freaking fear freaking vaccines. Um, I do sometimes need to get the freaking poison out. Um, uh, and, um, I yeah, and thought the best way to get the poison out was to suck it out. Like, like when you get bit by a snake. Well, that's, well, geez, that's very freaking interesting. Um, yeah, I wouldn't freaking. I don't know that I would freaking try and. I'm, I mean, I'd get the freaking poison out by freaking sucking. Um, I've had that dream before, to be honest with you. Um, you know what I mean? Like, and in every dream, and then I wake up and I said, I know I can't do that, but in my dream, it seems so real. So. Um. Uh, yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I guess I'd, uh, I guess I'd be freaking lying if I didn't say I've also had a freaking dream where, where, well, in the dream, I, um, yeah, I'm able to freaking perform, uh, a certain freaking, uh, freaking act upon my freaking self. And, and in the dream, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, Jesus, I can't believe I freaking finally figured out how to freaking do this. This is freaking amazing. I'm going to freaking, I can't freaking wait to freaking. And then when I wake up and I realize, oh, geez, Louise, that didn't, that isn't, I don't think that freaking works. And then you freaking try it and, um, yeah, never, it doesn't freaking work. Kind of like that great snake, Arobos, you know, that is just, it's the human version of that. Uh, yeah. A robo? Arobos, the snake that completes this circle by eating itself. It is a natural state of being that we all wish at some point we can achieve. Very difficult. Some men have done it. I heard Ron Jeremy used to be able to do it, but he Marilyn is in Manson. prison now. That's Marilyn, what I heard. Man, Marilyn Manson got his ribs removed so he could try to become like one with the snake. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, my freaking week, uh, my week has been pretty freaking good. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees, it is great to be back where I always should be. Now... I do need to make mention of my week because it was a difficult week. I can be honest about that. I have been trying to get everything ready in my apartment, been cleaning up and sort of organizing, been trying to find places to put things so that when Mr. Zarduzzi comes into my apartment, he will see that, oh, look, look at this. Everything is in its place. Nothing to worry about. Obviously, the man is taking care of the property, the building, and geez, Louise, there will be no concerns. And I have been um, freaking. I have a freaking. I have a freaking question. Um, who the who the hell is freaking Mister Sarducci? Mister Sarducci is the property manager of my the apartment building that I dwell in. It is more of a flop house, a room that I rent, and. It is through, and I never wanted to mention this because I was a little shy about it, an agency. An agency. Uh, it is through an agency 
and his job is every so often he has a review and he comes in checks out the apartment makes sure everything's safe got no candles buy a freaking drapes got no drapes on the window because there aren't any windows that wouldn't make sense he would tell me why are you doing that make sure that Jeez Louise down on my knees, I'm bathing, that there aren't jars of urine, a la Doug Jordan, that sort of thing, and he has been breathing down my neck in the coming days of this review, and I have been very nervous. So, Mr. Sadzutsi, if you're listening, call off your freaking hogs, I am trying my best. So... Yeah, and, and if freaking uh, Dawson, if you're freaking listening as well, go ahead and freaking call off your freaking hogs as uh, because um, we're I'm, we're getting pretty freaking sick and tired of being freaking hounded by some of your freaking hogs um, uh, with the, specifically freaking overnight freaking Joe. Yeah, overnight Joe, if you are listening, you are a hog. So, geez, Louise, down to my knees. God bless us, everyone. Thank you for being here. Freaking Tadia Michael Risher is grounded. He is living with his parents, and he apparently did something to anger his father. He is not allowed to join the show this week, and hopefully that will resolve itself quickly. So, Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call in and join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right, tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, Will Smith resigned from the Academy of Mosin Picture Arts and Sciences after slapping Chris Rock at the 94th Academy Awards, according to People. Representatives supplied the publication with a written statement from the 53-year-old actor. Quote, I have directly responded to the Academy's disciplinary hearing notice and will fully accept any and all consequences for my conduct. My actions at the 94th Academy Awards presentation were shocking, painful, and inexcusable. The list of those I have hurt is long and includes Chris, his family, many of my dear friends and loved ones, all those in attendance, and global audiences at home. I betrayed the trust of the Academy, Smith said. In Smith's conclusion, he announced his resignation from the Academy effective immediately and vowed to, quote, never again allow violence to overtake reason. Dave Rubin, president of the Academy of Mosin Picture Arts and Sciences, issued a statement following Smith's announcement. Quote, we have received and accepted Mr. Smith's immediate resignation from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. We will continue to move forward with our disciplinary proceedings against Mr. Smith for violations of the Academy's standards of conduct in advance of our next scheduled board meeting on April 18th, Rubin said. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. This all stem, if Uyghurs and Tweakers haven't been following this, from an incident involving freaking Will Smith and Chris Rock at the freaking Academy Awards. And whereas Chris Rock made a very funny joke about how Will Smith's wife has terminal cancer and that's why she can't grow hair on the top of her head. And then, of course, Will Smith became offended walked up on stage, pulled out a freaking tiny white glove and slapped Chris Rock across the face, upon which then he returned to his seat. So, thoughts? Uh, yeah, um, 
I uh, unfortunately I freaking missed the freaking Academy Awards, uh, but I have been freaking following this uh, quite uh, quite. Um, um, I, I've been freaking I have been freaking following this uh, freaking unfold, and um, uh, basically I thought it was very freaking funny when freaking Chris Rock made the joke about how freaking ugly freaking Will Smith's freaking wife is, and um, and then I thought it I thought it was even freaking funnier that freaking Will Smith freaking um, freaking slapped him, um, and it is just I mean this uh, this. There, I um, this has just been a, this has just got the whole freaking world. Um, uh, this the the whole free, this is uh, the freaking story of a freaking lifetime. Yeah, yeah. And Doug Jordan, I'm sure that you have much to say about this, as you have been tweeting about it on social media quite often. So please, if I was Will Smith, what I would do is I would set up a new, I would start a new academy, and I would call it. I don't know, the university or maybe the college of movies. What does the Academy even stand for? It's it's the Academy of Motion Pictures. It doesn't freaking stand for freaking anything, Doug. It's, it's not a freaking acronym. It's not a freaking acronym or, an an- or a freaking anagram. Okay, or... I misspoke. All right. But I would start my own freaking, I would start my own university across the hall and I would do, I would show movies. An acrostic poem, you said? What did you say? You'd start a new acrostic, and it would spell out Academy, and it would be about pictures? It's a word, Doug Jordan. You don't, it doesn't need to be acrostic. It's, it's not standing for anything. It's just a word. Yeah, I would just start my own Academy. That would rival the Academy, and I would take down the Academy. Maybe just produce a bunch of Police Academy movies. Were those made by the Academy? I, I, yeah, I freaking believe so. Um, well, because freaking Steve Gutenberg, um, who was a freaking star, I believe he was uh, the freaking president of the freaking Academy of the Motion Picture. Um, but my, 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 if I'm being freaking honest, my biggest freaking beef with this is uh, Academy of Freaking Motion Pictures, Arts, and Freaking Sciences. Uh, exactly where the heck uh, does freaking, uh, where does the freaking science, science freaking fit in? Yep, okay. Yep. I was just going to ask the same please thing. Please do not fucking interrupt me. I feel like I freaking ask you not to freaking interrupt me every single freaking week, and yet you freaking babble on freaking incessantly. Please, please freaking be quiet when I am freaking speaking. I, th- I feel like it's a nice thing because it feels like we're connected when we when we say the same thing at the same time. Time. We were a little late there. Yeah, freaking time out on freaking you. I agree. Yeah, freaking yep. You're yeah, freaking time. Uh, that's freaking time for freaking Doug. Uh, the freaking slug hour. Uh, let's freaking move the freaking heck on. Yeah. Last week, a new hairdo made headlines after publications touted it as the, quote, haircut trend of summer 22, according to Pop Sugar. The dapper do, known as the Botticelli, was inspired by Renaissance painter Sandro Botticelli and features extremely long, unstructured hair with natural fluffy waves. Celebrity hairstylist Tom Smith described the hairstyle as, quote, Mother Earth with a nod to the flower child era. Celebrities flaunting the long and wavy locks include Gigi Hadid, Megan Fox, Rihanna, and Megan the Stallion. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. This do is the do for summer 22. And I would like to hearken back to some of the do's that I have done, yet I have always basically had a ponytail, except for that one time that Sandy sheared it off after he said I had created a great shame on this show. Uh, that's not how I freaking recall that freaking incident. Um, 
I, I recall you freaking shaving off your freaking uh, freaking ponytail. Uh, you offered it as a freaking uh, as an offering to the freaking um, the ghosts that freaking live in the freaking devil's bathtub. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, there was no, what freaking. I'm curious, what freaking great shame are you freaking referring to? I don't know. I just thought it made sense in my mind. But you know what? I also cut it off one time when Sandy was leaving when he first moved out to Seattle. Yeah. Because I wanted him to take a lock of my hair with him. Yeah, I didn't freaking keep it. Um, I freaking. I, I don't. I believe I freaking tossed that out before before I ever freaking hopped on a plane. It didn't. It definitely didn't freaking make it across the freaking country with me. I'll tell you that freaking much. Well, either way, spreading it like the wings of a dove across the country is also a great honor. So thank you, Sandy. Um. Uh, okay. Um. Basically, I'm freaking. I'm freaking thrilled to freaking hear the freaking uh, Sandro Botticelli um, is finally getting the freaking. Um, respect that he freaking deserves. Um, I'm thrilled that freaking Summer 22 uh, is freaking bringing about the freaking Botticelli um, and that people like freaking uh, Gigi Jadzic and Megan Stallion and Rihanna uh, are, are basically uh, freaking hearkening back to the days of freaking Mother Earth um, with a nod to the freaking Flower Shower movement. Um, and uh, and yeah, um, if, uh, um, and I'm, I'm basically, I'm very freaking excited. Last week, an all-new naked restaurant announced that they will be banning obese people because it would be, quote, miserable for other diners, according to the Evening Standard. The Amrita restaurant, set to open in Tokyo in July, will ask guests to check their clothes upon entries and put on paper underwear. Diners who are over 30 pounds overweight will be asked to leave and their money will not be refunded. Quote, if fat people are allowed in, it could be miserable for some guests. We are aiming for a sort of Roman aesthetic, like the beautiful paintings you see in museums. People with tattoos will also be banned, as will people who, quote, cause a nuisance by touching or talking to other guests. So, geez, Louise, down to my knees. This is absolutely hilarious. And yes. please, Sandy. There's a there's a lot to freaking go over here. Um, first of all, absolutely freaking hilarious um, that they're saying uh, the freaking fatsos can't freaking eat at the restaurant. First of all, it's a freaking restaurant. Um, it's it's absolutely the first place people should... Um, should uh, the, those who are freaking obese uh, should freaking they should feast, um, and that goes back to an old freaking saying: um, the obese will feast. Um, and 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 here's and, and here's 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 uh, there's also another freaking saying: it's called freaking dinner and a show, um, and which uh, which 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 you don't freaking see quite so often anymore. Um, and basically, if I'm if I'm freaking if I'm freaking completely freaking naked, um, freaking eating eating freaking food, um, I'm gonna, I would freaking hope to be um, surrounded by some uh, big naked freaking fatos. Um, and then the last thing I want to freaking touch on is that um, this this. This freaking restaurant also was not allowing people who do who are deemed as freaking nuisances uh, by freaking touching uh, who touch other freaking guests. Um, I what is the point of a freaking naked restaurant if people aren't going to be freaking touching themselves or touching each other? Yeah, that's a good point. Doug Jordan, care to comment? I mean, if you just want to see somebody naked and go to and eat some food at the same time, why don't you just go to a strip club and order some chicken wings or something? Now, my thoughts are this. Jeez Louise, down to my knees. Here are my two thoughts. First of all, if they're not going to allow fat people at this naked restaurant, then they need somebody needs to step up and 
put another restaurant right across the street where only fat people are allowed to eat naked. And I'm thinking of the movie Heavyweights. And this is a freaking absolutely freaking hilarious movie about a camp full of fat people. And right across the freaking lake that the that the big fatsos float across with ease is a skinny fit camp. And of course, they are diametrically opposed. They do not get along. The skinny kids are over there eating carrots, playing with themselves, making out with themselves, other men and women. The third thing, it doesn't matter. God bless them all. LGBTQ Rochester loves them. But over on the other side is the fat camps where they are making love to sandwiches and Skittles and Oreo pieces and Krispy Kreme donuts. And there is an absolutely hilarious scene when a naked kid walks out of the freaking stall and he's just got freaking Krispy Kreme donuts lined up on his dangly Johnson. Yeah, this is happening at the restaurant or this is in the movie? In the God's name, are you freaking interrupting me? This is about the freaking fifth time in one freaking show where you freaking interrupted me. We're talking about freaking heavyweights, you freaking idiot. Police had to and start up rival restaurants. You're doing it again. You must freaking stop interrupting me. You, okay, whatever. Well, no, I'll put now it, now I just won't turn. talk for the rest. I don't want to. I don't. I'm going to talk for the rest of the show. Turn to speak. No, no. Freaking turn to speak. No, now, now, I, my feelings are hurt, and I don't want to talk for the rest of the show. All right. Well, maybe we'll get some of those freaking listeners back who freaking dropped off just a moment ago. Look, some of the lizards back. We don't have any lizards listening to the freaking show. Oh, so you know that I was talking about freaking listeners. Continue. There is a freaking hilarious scene in the movie, freaking heavyweights, where a big, fat, freaking naked idiot comes out of the freaking bathroom with a whole freaking slew of freaking Krispy Kreme donuts, um, uh, basically freaking fastened to his uh, freaking Dangly Johnson, um, and he has a freaking burger freaking sandwich between his freaking butt cheeks. Um, and um, if you haven't freaking seen freaking heavyweights, um, it is a freaking fattest, funniest freaking movie. Um, and it comes freaking. I can't freaking tell you to go see it, but if it's if you if you uh, live by a freaking cinema where uh, they're watching where heavyweights is a freaking movie, um, you should go freaking. Well, we highly freaking recommend it. Yeah, absolutely freaking hilarious. Now, geez, Louise, down on my knees. The other thing that I thought was, if you're gonna be true to life, and have this have the true Roman aesthetic, then the vomitoriums need to make a comeback so people can indulge, can engorge, and can keep eating. And it would be hilarious to be sitting on the heavyweight side of this brand new all naked restaurant. And you look over, and in the freaking non smoking section are the fit people, and they're vomiting up their guts because they can't even keep up. And you haven't even vomited once yet. You've eaten a whole freaking buffet, and you haven't even freaking regurgitated a little bit, not even in your mouth, and swallowed it. So that was my other thought. Yeah, it's a very freaking interesting thought. Um, if if this freaking restaurant were to be freaking split up, um, freaking by you know, all the freaking smoking section and freaking non-smoking, I would certainly walk in and if if they would begin to freaking lead me over to the freaking skinny section, I would say no, 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 I uh, fat fat section preferred, please. Yeah, in solidarity, of course. So. Last week, Bruce Willis announced that he is retiring from acting after suffering from aphasia, according to the Boston Globe. 
In an Instagram message released by his family, the message read, quote, Our beloved Bruce has been diagnosed with aphasia, which is impacting his cognitive abilities. As a result of this, and with much consideration, Bruce is stepping away from the career that has meant so much to him. According to Los Angeles Times report, Willis' ability to memorize scripts had deteriorated in recent years. The 67-year-old actor reportedly had to be fed lines through an earpiece while shooting films. Quote, he just looks so lost, a studio supervisor told the publication. Aphasia is a disorder that affects the area of the brain that controls language and the ability to speak, write, and understand words. Those afflicted can find it impossible to remember names of common objects or verbalize simple thoughts even if they may know what exactly they want to express so geez louise down on my knees i was thinking it would be funny if instead of quitting acting he just redid all of his biggest roles with this disease this brain malfunction if you will and i think it would be great for the aphasia community because it would shed a light on this horrible affliction and it would also be absolutely freaking hilarious. Yeah, oh, oh, I mean, over, over freaking freaking shining a light on the freaking aphasia freaking community, um, I definitely think it would be freaking hilarious. Um, I would certainly buy a freaking ticket uh, to watch freaking Bruce Willis redo freaking Hudson Hawk, uh, where he freaking can't freaking speak, uh, can't freaking sing his freaking music, and can't freaking play his freaking hilarious freaking harmonica. Yeah. Um, for for reason two years, um, basically anyone who freaking knows me knows I freaking love the freaking film freaking Hudson Hawk, uh, starring freaking Bruce Willis. Um, it is a freaking hilarious freaking film, and um, and and it basically a bit giant freaking stinky freaking pile of. Shit. Um, but it is fun as the freaking Diggins. Yeah, and God bless that movie. And it also features one of my other favorite freaking actors uh, by the name of freaking Danny Aiello, uh, who um, I believe, if I'm freaking uh, not mistaken, freaking ate himself to death. Yeah, he's dead now. Now, Doug Jordan, a classic movie of his that you would like to see him stumble his, over his lines in. Uh, what's the one uh, where he uh, is an old man? Benjamin Button? This is a freaking joke. No, I, I couldn't think of the movies he was in. You thought freaking, and you went to freaking Benjamin Button. Yeah, I'm. You know what? I'm sorry, Doug. I thought I I was trying to help you out here, give you another shot. I thought we're talking about a guy who can't really speak very well. That was kind of his job. Maybe I'll toss it to a guy who has some sympathy for that kind of fact and might have much to say about it, and then you kind of stumbled over what you wanted to say, pick Benjamin Button, which you know is starring Brad Pitt, and the rest is history. You had to pick freaking, the freaking six inch. Um Yeah, that's what I would have said. I see dead people. I mean, I just think it's kind of sad that this is happening to him. Imagine, imagine freaking Bruce Willis freaking stumbling over that infamous freaking line. I freaking see dead people in the freaking six inch. Yeah, in a movie. If with him in this movie, it would be called "Doesn't Make Any Sense" because it would be Willis would just be blathering the whole time, nonsensical baby talk. 
Well, Jesus Louise, Doug Jordan. Last week, Doja Cat and Zaza won Grammys after taking an ill-advised bathroom break, according to the Grio. The musical pair won the Grammy for Best Pop Performance by Duo or Group for their debut duet, Kiss Me More. According to insiders, both artists nearly missed their acceptance after scurrying off for a bathroom break in the middle of the ceremony. Even Zaza was crippled and uh, who was crippled and on crutches from a previous injury, she may... Even though Ziza was crippled and on crutches from a previous injury, she managed to make it on stage before Doja Cat, who was still urinating or defecating at the time of the announcement. Quote, listen, I have never taken such a fast in my life. Thank you, everybody, Doja Cat said when she finally arrived on stage. Everyone laughed. So, geez Louise, down on my knees. More excitement at award ceremony shows. Doja Cat and Ziza are huge stars and blessed are they sandy vargas a couple of words on the subject um first of all um was that a freaking caesar that you were freaking just experiencing i was having a brain malfunction i okay i have just downgraded it to minor brain malfunctions um yeah, I mean, we'll send some words on the freaking subject. Um, basically, I'm a freaking huge fan of both freaking Doja Cat and Shiji. Um, and, uh, and and I, and and if, and if I'm being freaking honest with you, um, there's nothing that gets my freaking gut more than a freaking good uh, urination or freaking defecation freaking story. Um, I, I don't know why she had to pretend that she was peeing. Everybody freaking knows she was making freaking feces into the toilet. Um, and I mean, freaking Doji, um, if you you should just freaking fast the freaking heck up. If I'm being freaking honest with you. Yeah, I know. It seems ill-advised to besmirch the good name of a bathroom break. Doug Jordan, help me. With the bathroom break? I don't know any of these people. I don't know Doja Cat. I don't know friggin' Caesar. Julius friggin' Caesar. I don't know either of them. Julius freaking Caesar. Um, no, we're not my freaking Caesar. Uh, Caesar and Jojo and Jojo Brett. Jojen Pat. It's Jojo. It's spelled S Z A. And she's Caesar. She's crippled. She's in a wheelchair, Doug. For the love of God. A previous in- injury. Yeah. Managed to make it to the stage. Yeah. So, do you think she was urinating or defecating? Where have you freaking been? I've been here, but you said, you know, we all know that she was freaking defecating, but, uh, you know, I just want a second opinion. Nobody said anything about a second opinion. She's defecating. Yeah. We all know She's it. She's defecating. I don't understand, Doug. She well, the copy says urinating or defecating. But then we said she was defecating. And then we said she was defecating. And we said everybody knows she was freaking defecating. So how many more freaking opinions do you want after the one where it's we all freaking know she was freaking defecating? Yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah. Last week, scientists created a new message containing Earth's location to send into space despite Stephen Hawking's dire warning, according to Newsweek. The message is an updated version of the 1974 broadcast from the Arecibo radio telescope in Puerto Rico. The Arecibo message was transmitted in binary code and translated to a stick figure of a human as well as a representation of our solar system, DNA, and the Arecibo telescope. The new message, called the Beacon in the Galaxy message, contains a 
quote, new set of graphic information in the form of images and special alphabets to represent numbers, elements, DNA, land, osin, and human, <coughs> said co-author Matthew Chong. Also depicted in the message are cosmic landmarks, quote, to indicate the location of Earth within the Milky Way galaxy. During a speaking event in 2015, the late physics professor Stephen Hawking expressed concern over reaching into alien life in space. Quote, if you look at history, contact between humans and less intelligent organisms have been disastrous from their point of view, and encounters between civilizations with advanced versus primitive technologies have gone badly for the less advanced, Hawking said. So, geez Louise, down on my knees, a dire warning from the grave. What history is he talking about? Well... Doug Jordan, I might remind you that Jesus Louise down on my knees once this land that we stand on now was a great grazing field for the American buffalo. And then your people came aboard this land from ship, from sea, with the great evil in their heart and a firepower. You could just say he's talking about animals. And they slashed and burned and crippled and destroyed the great wild buffalo until the great wild buffalo was no more. Any further further questions? Are you being satisfied? Is he saying that we're going to become the freaking buffalo? Yep. He's saying we, that if we give the coordinates to this fertile fertile mother earth, that, geez Louise, down on my knees, down will pour the great insidious evil and advanced alien from above and penetrate our beautiful mother and destroy us in the process. Yeah, it's probably a bad idea. Yeah. But they always say Hawking said it's it's sort of like he, he typed it and he typed it yeah 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 it's a robot freaking voice that freaking does all did all of his freaking talking and then Sandy actually remembers this event very well there was a an issue believe it or not with some of the equipment that Hawking's used for his own mobility's purposes. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was doing a freaking, uh, he was basically speaking at a freaking seminar when all of a sudden his freaking chair began to freaking wildly freaking malfunction, uh, spinning around at an alarming speed and, uh, speed and freaking, uh, freaking 360s. And the robot freaking voice was, um, I believe he was typing, um, what he wanted to be freaking screaming, but it was, um, it was just the, you know, the robot voice, you know, it's like, ah, as he freaking, as he, uh, basically freaking spun in freaking 360s, freaking drool was freaking flying from his freaking mouth, um, it was and it was a freaking fiasco um it was a freaking fiasco yeah poor man i believe his colostomy bag became untethered and 
yeah, it became unfreaking hinged and uh, splattered um, along the um, everyone in the freaking front row, um, which was uh, you know uh, many freaking scholars and freaking college students, um, and within the bag was both freaking um, urine and freaking feces, um, and there was a little bit of the freaking third thing in there as well uh, that comes from the freaking front, um, also known as freaking a little bit of freaking cream because um, basically he had such a well he had quite a bit of freaking poison in him because he wasn't able to freaking play with himself, so they would they basically rigged up the freaking colostomy bag to freaking. Sh- uh, suck some of that into the bag as well. Yeah. Little did the audience members know he would be dead within five years. So, geez Louise, down to my knees. Stephen Hawking, God bless you. We love you. And we hope these great scientists heed your warning. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those things, too. When you see someone like that, it's hard to freaking, in your mind, go, wow, this is the freaking smartest man in the freaking world. Look, what the hell is happening? Yeah. Yeah, he's freaking defecation is freaking leaking all over the place. Yeah, in a freaking in a freaking uh, motorized wheelchair that he can't freaking control. Yeah, I can. He should, my, he should have. Oh, go ahead. Well, I got my cat takes a poop in a litter box. Is what I'm saying. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, it's very freaking similar. Last week, fast food giant Hardee's launched an all-new Frisco Angus Burger and Frisco Breakfast Sandwich, according to Chewboom.com. The Frisco Angus Burger features a third-pound, sizzling, charred-boiled, 100% black Angus beef, crispy, crunchy bacon, gooey, melted Swiss, ripened tomato, and gushy mayo on a toasty sourdough bun. Its companion, a new Frisco Breakfast Sandwich, consists of fat marbled ham, yellow folded egg, drippy goo American, and messy Swiss cheese on sourdough toast. The new Fresco Angus Burger carries a suggested retail price of $6.09, while the new Fresco Breakfast Sandwich starts at $3.99. Hardy's limited time Fresco menu can be found at participating Hardy's locations throughout the Midwest. Doug Jordan, take yeah. it to the sports desk. Okay. Um, not really prepared, but... Uh... I'm Doug. I'm Doug. My, my Mike Doug Jordan, and this is the sports desk where I talk about uh, fast food items, mostly. I used to talk about sports, but then it just turned into me talking about fast food. But anyways, here it is. Yeah, Hardee's has two new sandwiches. Uh, Hardee's is a Midwest chain. Uh, there's a Frisco breakfast sandwich which is just a breakfast sandwich with egg and cheese and ham on sourdough toast. That sounds pretty good on the sourdough toast. And then they got the burger, which also had, I think the sourdough toast is really what, so they use it on both for both sandwiches. So that's what ties them together. And it's a burger and uh, there's bacon and cheese and they put tomato on the, on the, on the burger, but they don't put it on the breakfast sandwich. It's a little interesting. I think Sandy has left. Sandy has left. His satellite New York feed is gone. Sandy! He has stepped away. I guess, Doug, he just couldn't stand to listen to another sports desk. Sorry to say. That's fine. Okay. Now that you have gone over what the sandwiches consist of, Doug Jordan, can you please fill us in on 
some of your own personal details that you think make this sandwich either delicious, nutritious, or absolutely awful. I mean, it's just a, it's kind of, you just got a breakfast sandwich. It's pretty standard. I feel like it's hard to mess up a breakfast sandwich. And then you got a burger that had it's that's on sourdough toast instead of instead of a bun. So that's probably pretty good too. Yeah. So good I would point. try both. Maybe they could combine the two. Maybe at, at like you a put an egg. A little discount or is, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's like two sandwiches in one. I was thinking if you got two sandwiches, maybe they do it for like nine dollars. That that yeah, but I think one's for breakfast and one's for friggin' lunch. You think they switch over? They don't do breakfast all day at Hardee's? I don't think so. Do you think Carl's Jr. is going to be carrying these sandwiches? Are they? They're the same thing, aren't they? I don't know. I think so. I mean, I think just one is in a different location. The one now they have burrito places in them, and one of the restaurants has the red burrito. And the other restaurant has a green burrito. They're the same burritos? I don't know. They don't have any around here. I haven't had it. I would love yeah, to I mean, try I would be it. interested in to try it. Yeah. We should find out where they are and maybe go get one. Take a road trip? Yeah. I hope Sandy's okay. I know that he is not feeling well. This is dragging me down, Doug Jordan. So that Sandy's gone, or that he's not feeling well. That he might be ill enough to have to uh, this COVID nineteen that he has. I just wish he had gotten the vaccination. No, I told him to, but he said on the beginning of the show that he that he what that he is the vaccine or whatever he said. I think he was afraid that they put the vaccine in your rear freaking end. He had mentioned something like that about how all vaccines go in your buttocks. And mm-hmm. that he was afraid to show his buttocks because of his potential Free outbreak. Rent. Yeah. Oh, herpes? Yeah. He says that's where they tend to kind of migrate to often. Once he kind of gets them into control... The herpes, you know, when he gets the cream, he puts it on. They recede from more obvious places, but they kind of migrate to his lower region, to his rear end, and they culminate in that area. And he didn't didn't want maybe to have the doctor put a needle into it, and then it bursts, and then the doctor gets it. He didn't want to suscept. Didn't want to. He didn't want the doctor to be susceptible. I'm, what am I saying? I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. I'm just looking at Carl Jr.'s and Hardee's. Anyone nearby? I can't find one nearby. Carl Jr. is not doing the same uh, sandwiches. Hmm. Last week, Mark Zuckerberg revealed that his co-workers at Meta, quote, lovingly referred to him as the Eye of Sauron, according to Today. 
Quote, some of the folks who I work with at the company, they say this lovingly, but I think that they sometimes refer to my attention as the Eye of Sauron, Zuckerberg said. Zuckerberg, who co-founded Facebook, announced in October 2021 that the social media site would be renamed Meta as part of the company's evolving virtual reality strategy. So, the Eye of Sauron. I think that's a bad thing. I think it is a bad thing. And also, I've seen that movie called the freaking, I was going to say Harry Potter, called the freaking Sorcerer's Stone. And the if you notice in the movie, the Eye of Sauron is very red and irritated. And it's a small hole with a slash in it. And it's fiery and angry and it's expanding and contracting as it speaks its devilish thoughts to those that worship it. And if I understand the metaphor correctly, it is referring to the eye of Sauron as a anus that is perhaps afflicted with some sort of hemorrhoid, maybe perhaps a fissure. And therefore, and perhaps someone ill-advisedly decided to clean it with a rubbing alcohol solution, causing great pain, discomfort, and impure thoughts. Kind of fits in with what you were saying about Sandy and the vaccine. Yeah. That's what we wanted to avoid. I know. It's odd that we were talking about that, and then this story came up. I like to believe it's a coincidence, but I know that there are none. So, so Mark Zuckerberg is kind of a irritated little asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Last week, a pedestrian who was struck by a car later died after being run over by a police cruiser arriving at the scene of the accident, according to ABC 30 Action News. The police officer has been placed on paid administrative leave after a crash victim in Merced, California, was hit by the officer's patrol car while waiting for medical attention from the initial crash. According to reports, the victim was resting in a traffic lane after being struck by a civilian automobile when local police ran him over for a second time. The emergency medical personnel tried to save the man, but he was declared dead at the scene. An investigation is underway and anyone with any information is encouraged to contact California Highway Patrol Officer Salazar and Merced Police Officer Crane. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. I don't know about you, Doug Jordan. But I think this is a great opportunity for perhaps making a movie called The Salazar and Crane about these two hilarious freaking investigators that have to solve the freaking case of the freaking old homeless man who got ran over by a police cruiser. Yeah, I could see that being good. Where but, you got Salazar, and maybe he's kind of an older, disheveled detective. Maybe lives, you know, sleeps on a cot in the middle of the, in the middle of his apartment, and you know, drinks whiskey and booze all the time. And then you got freaking Crane, who's a young freaking hotshot, fresh out of the academy, 
trying to solve the murder case of the homeless man. Yeah. And I feel like the homeless man will have secrets that are not supposed to be divulged to the greater community. Maybe about a local millionaire. Mm -hmm. And that is what Salazar and Crane have to find out. But so do you think it was an inside job when the homeless man was killed by another freaking cop? Yeah, I do. I think it was a something that we call opportunity. Zordon. Yeah, you had some intel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I have intel. Here is the man that I am supposed to be keeping an eye on. Happened to get hit by a car. I'll just go pretend to save him. Instead of hitting the brakes, I'll him. hit the gas pedal, drive right over him. Kill the old bag of bones. Mm-hmm. None the wiser. I'll get slapped with a little paid time off and maybe also get a new police cruiser out of it. Who knows? And because the police are involved, they get no help from anybody. Because it's police versus police. They don't like that. And Salazar has done this before. He's the crustiest old cop on the freaking force. He's hasn't had a friend in the police officers in the police department since he was first fresh out of the academy, bright-eyed and bussy-tailed. And he's trying mm-hmm. to show freaking Crane, goddammit, that this is how it's gonna be. And Crane at first is on the side of the freaking the police officer, and then as time goes on, Salazar can, shows freaking Crane his ways, and Crane learns from freaking Salazar and becomes his best friend. And how does it end? Final scene. Take us out. Well, I think Crane will have to bring and shoot Salazar in the head and put him down. Because of... Because he got shot. That's not exactly what I was hoping for. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot for you. Stay safe out there and we'll see you freaking next week. I don't know. I was just hoping that Crane and Salazar maybe take a road trip down to a freaking Carl's Jr. or the Hardee's and try that new sandwich. And maybe so Salazar they... and Crane is a metaphor for our relationship, I guess, is what you're saying? Yeah. Which one am I? Crane. Production of Our Week Studios. W A Y O L P Rochester.